The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. Father, we thank you for your presence. We ask that you breathe upon us. Speak to us. Change our lives. Let your name be glorified. Honor and glory we give unto you. Honor and glory we give unto you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid. Amen. Amen. Our text today is from Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. The title is Ask of Me. And we are, we are starting a series that will lead through GWDIA and um, end a week after GWDIA. Ask of me. Hebrews 11, 6. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him, to God, must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Anyone that comes to God must first and foremost do what? First and foremost do what? Believe that God is and God rewards those who sincerely seek him. So we are believers. We are believers. We believe that God exists and God rewards. God does not only exist, God rewards. God exists and God rewards. God exists and God rewards. While it is by faith we come to God, we come to God purely by faith. But you see, while we are on the journey of faith, God meets us on that journey and turns the things that we are, we are uh, believing for to reality. So while it is by faith we come to God, God rewards faith by revealing himself in undeniable ways. It is by faith we come to God. But God shows up while we take that step. Just like Jesus said to Peter, um, walk on the water. It was by faith that Peter stepped out of the boat. It does not make sense. It was by faith. But as Peter stepped out of the boat, what happened? Either the water solidified under him or it became lighter than a bird or I don't know what Jesus, what God did or the capillarity of Peter just, you know, I don't know what he did. But Peter walked on water. While faith is the substance of the things hoped for, God delivers that substance to the person that has faith. So we start out in faith, we start out believing God, but we always meet God on the journey. And God turns the things we believe him for into a reality. When we were stepping into this land, oh, yeah, believing God for this land, we didn't have the money. But we believed God. And it is a reality today. Praise the name of the Lord. You've heard 
testimonies, and I mean, like I said in the second worship experience, I can't get over miracles. It's, I'm always blown away. Every time God does it, it's, it's always like, wow, how did you do that? You heard it, the testimony of a lady that had a high prolactin, not menstruating, and she prayed, she believed God. That is faith. You know, it takes faith to pray. Faith to pray to, to a God that you cannot see. It takes faith. She believed God. She prayed. That was faith. She came to church. It looked like a, a normal Sunday. Boom. God showed up. God says she, he was going to take her off the drugs, right? God took her off the drugs. That is God showing up. That was not when she had faith. She had faith before she saw the results. The problem with the world is that they say seeing is believing. No, believing is seeing. When you believe, you will see. Our work with God is a work of faith. Our work with God is nothing but a work of faith. While faith is the evidence of things not seen, God eventually makes the evidence visible. He eventually makes the evidence visible. So while you take your steps of faith in trusting God, the truth is, as you follow God, the things that you started out, that started out as being a thing of faith, we become a thing of reality. That's why it's difficult to convince people that have experienced God that there is no God. It's very difficult. How do you say to such a lady that prayed that prayer and God spoke, gave his word and she was healed, then you tell her that there is no God. Will she believe you? She may not be able to prove it to you. You may not even believe her testimony, but to her it is so real. And that is why David said, Taste and see that the Lord is good. So, if I'm eating an orange, I'm the one that knows the taste of the orange. You can't tell me that the orange is sour. Are you the one eating it? I'm eating this orange. I'm telling you it is sweet. Believe me or taste for yourself. That is how God is. Praise the name of the Lord. And God says, He rewards those that sincerely seek Him. Sincerely seek him. Our challenge is our insincerity in seeking God. That's, that's usually our challenge. Our challenge is our insincerity in seeking God. We seek God. It's not that because we don't know that God exists. Or it's not that because we are not seeking God. But we are not sincere. It's a challenge. We are not sincere. God rewards sincerity. You are coming to church and you are not sincere in your heart. God rewards sincerity. You are coming to church. You are putting your eyes in another person's wife. I cannot be saying. Something is wrong with that worship immediately. Praise the name of the Lord. You are, you are putting your eyes in another person's husband. Something is wrong with that worship immediately. Our challenge is our sincerity. It's our sincerity. It's our sincerity. God rewards those who sincerely seek him. We are fasting as a church. I hope you are. If you are fasting, shout hallelujah. If you are not fasting, say amen. 
okay. I hear you. <laughs> You're fasting as a church, and you, you are breaking at six. You're breaking your fast at six. And on your way out, you put biscuits in your bag, just in case. I said, but pastor, just in case. Just in case what? Just in case I want to faint. <laughs> you will not faint. You will not faint. If you have the biscuits in your bag, let me tell you something. You will always find a way of eating it. Uh, you, you see, the enemy will bring one headache. Say, I'm dying. You are not dying. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Just say, Jesus is my strength. And you'll be fine. You'll be fine. But if you keep a back door open in anything in life, if you keep a back door open, you eventually take that door. If you, if you, are, if you, are, in, if you are married, or you are in a business, or you are in a relationship, if you keep a back door open, you are going to take that door. You need to shut down all your options. It's sincerity of heart. Sincerity of heart. Sincerity of heart. And a pointer to sincerity is diligence. A pointer to sincerity is diligence. God rewards those that diligently seek him. Another translation says it's diligence. Proof of desire is pursuit, popularly said. Proof of desire is pursuit. In other words, you cannot tell me you desire to, um, you know, some, I mean, guys, some people want to develop muscles. You cannot tell me you desire to develop muscles. You want to grow muscles, but you don't want to, you don't want to hit the gym. You know, you, or you went to the gym, you signed up with an instructor, they gave you the weight, they said, give me 16. You did one, two, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Can I come back and do the remaining 13 tomorrow? You know, you are not serious. You know, same thing, if you want to be a specialist in your field, the proof is not just talking about it. You pursue it. You pursue it. If you want to be strong spiritually, you have to do spiritual exercises. You have to, you, you, it's not going to be delivered to you on a platter of gold. You want to lose 15 kg, you have to cut the cheese. Cut the meat. Hit the gym. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> you know, they say, and it's true, that muscles are developed through resistance. Muscles are developed through that. Spiritual muscles are also developed through resistance. You fast, you stretch yourself, you pray, you stay in that place. You are stretched, but you are developing. You go, when you go to the gym physically, you are whatever exercise or weight or whatever you are, you are doing, regimen you are doing, you are doing it, you are sweating. They say you should do 10. You have done five. You are, you are groaning. But you keep pushing. You keep pushing. You keep pushing. What's going to happen after a while? After a while, 10 will not be an issue anymore. Right? So you need to push. It's not going to be 20. Then after a while, it's going to be 40. So what has happened is that you are actually growing through resistance. It is the same spiritually. It's the same spiritually. If it doesn't cost you anything, it's not going to take you anywhere. If it doesn't cost you anything, it's not going to take you anywhere. I saw a twist by Sports HQ and, and 
the guy puts it in a very, very, I mean, good way. He says, obsessed is just the word the lazy used to describe the dedicated. In sports, obsessed is the word the lazy. The best athletes in this world, they are seen by their peers as obsessed. But their peers, he's saying that those peers are just lazy. No, he's obsessed. He wants, to, he wants to be the best basketballer. He's obsessed with basketball. You cannot be the best at something you are not obsessed with. You can't. You can't be the best. You can't be anointed if you are not obsessed with the power of God. And you are hungry. We call it hunger in spiritual terms. You can't. You can't be the specialist if you are not obsessed with your, with your field. You can't. But even if they say you're obsessed, so what? Okay, you're obsessed with the right things. Everybody's obsessed with something. I'm just obsessed with God. Obsessed with God. Praise the name of the Lord. So it takes faith to praise God. It takes faith to praise God. It takes faith to praise a God you cannot see. It takes faith. You're praising a God you cannot see. That takes faith. That's faith. That's faith. We learned last week, God attends to prayer. He dwells in praises. Acts 16, Paul and Silas, they were praising. They were praying, praising. The gates was torn open. Their shackles broke. And we explained that God can delegate the answers to prayers, but God personally attends to praise. God can delegate the answers to prayers. God can send an angel to bring an answer to prayer. God can send people. He can send your cousin. God can even send birds to feed people. I mean, that's happened before. God can delegate answers to prayers. But when it comes to praise, God attends to it personally. You know why? Because there is no creature, angel, demon, man, woman, that is worthy of receiving the praise of God's children. None. There's no angel that is worthy of receiving the praise of God's people. It is God that receives it himself. Himself. So, when we come to praise God, we have come to do something that is big and huge spiritually. Praising is not something you do to, to while away time. Again, I keep, I keep teaching it and I pray it becomes a part of you. The, the most important part of service is, is when? It's praise and worship. That's the most important part of, part of service. Don't say, oh, praise and worship will be okay. They will almost be done. Praise and worship. Okay, I'll get there towards the end of praise and worship. No, you have just missed the most important part if you think that way. I know people that they are not workers. When something happens and they come late and they miss praise and worship, they wait for the third service. They do praise and worship before going home. You know, so a man, I saw him in service, I said, ah, I said, but I saw you in second service, but this is the end. So, oh, he said, no, 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 I missed the praise and worship. So I stayed for, I was so happy as a pastor that people are finally getting it. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> it's the most important part of service. In Hebrews eleven six, 6 that we read, it says, it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone that wants to come to God, anyone that wants to come to him must believe that God exists. So, 
everyone that wants to come to God. We, how do you come to God? God tells us, Psalm 95, verse 2. Psalm 95, verse 2. Let us come to him with what? Come on, with what? With thanksgiving. Let us sing psalms of praises to him. Let us come to him with thanksgiving. Let us sing psalms of praise to him. Let us come with thanksgiving. You come to God with thanksgiving. You come to God with praise. I like the way the voice tram- translation puts it. It says, come face to face with God and give thanks. With a loud and joyful Voices with loud and joyful voices. Praise him in songs. When you come to God, yes, you have a prayer list that is 15 pages. But you come with what? With thanksgiving. Yes. I'm angry right now. For instance, I'm not saying I'm angry. At how I've been treated at work, it's time to pray. Don't come with anger. Come with gratitude. And, and, and that, is, that is big. You know, you know, because your attitude determines your access. That's what God is trying to tell us. Your attitude determines your access to God. You feel bad, but don't come with your bad attitude. I mean, many of us think it's okay, but, but I feel bad. I, 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 I'm angry. See, God says you're angry, but keep your anger at the door. Come with thanksgiving. I'm tired. God, I'm tired. But, you know, praise the Always. God says, no, no, no. Shake it off. Don't come with tiredness. Come with gratitude. Praise the name of the Lord. You could say, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. God says, don't come with disappointment. Don't come with disappointment. Come with gratitude. You say, pastor. Then the Bible says we should, we should come with our strong points. You know, some old Christians. It says we should come with our strong points. Then the Bible says we should, we should come with, with when we, we, how we feel. I just, just tell God how we feel. I'm going to explain it to you. It's not complete. They didn't teach you well. You're about to receive sound doctrine. Say Amen. <laughs> Should we come as we are? Is our father after all? Let's just, let's just put a bad attitude in display. Psalm 100. Psalm 100. From verse 4. It says that enter his gates with what? Thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. 
Give thanks unto him and praise his name. Again, not come into his gate with prayer requests. Not come into his gate with prayer lists. Not come into his gate. Come with now to and enter his courts plural. With praise. Let me explain what is going on here. You see, the Old Testament is a shadow of the New Testament. A shadow of the New Testament. Is that correct? So, Jesus, when he was being, when he, when he resurrected, and Mary wanted to hug him, he says, no, 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 I have not gone to my father and your father. I have not taken the blood of atonement to the altar in heaven. So, in, in, in heaven, there, God gave Moses a, 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 an image, a type of access to him in the design of the tabernacle. So, so God, and that is how it is in heaven. If you understand the tabernacle, this, this, what David was saying here begins to make sense. Let's put up the picture um, of the tabernacle. If you look at it here, this is the tabernacle. This is, this is, the tabernacle is the one in the middle. The gate is at the east side. Can you see the gates there? Right. Now the children of Israel are supposed to pitch their tent around the tabernacle. Zebulon, Gad, Reuben, Simon, Benjamin, Ephraim, Manasseh, Asher, Dan, Naphtali. Which tribe did God put at the gate? Which tribe? Judah. Do you know why God positioned Judah at the gate? Judah is praise. God says that when these people are coming, this, this is the person I want to come first to. Naphtali, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg. <laughs> Enter his gates with thanksgiving, is cut with praise. Praise gives you access to his gate. You enter. This was a physical gate. And it was more difficult to refrain access, even when you are grumbling. But the one we are dealing with is a spiritual gate. They see your heart as we are approaching. So God is saying, when you want to come, can you keep up the, the picture? You enter his gates. Thank you. With thanksgiving is caught with praise. So, so what's going on here? Is caught with praise. The first court is known as the outer court. There are two major things there. You can see the bronze altar of sacrifice. That's the first thing. The second thing you see there is the brazen lava. The implications of that, I think I've talked about that some time ago. I think so. We won't go into the implications of that. When you come past that altar of sacrifice, the brazen lava, 
you enter the inner court. God says, with what? With what? With praise. With praise. With praise. In the inner court, there are three things in the inner court. You have the table of shewbread. You have the golden lampstand. And you have the altar of incense. Guess what? Your attitude must still be that of gratitude and praise and worship. Then you enter the innermost court, also known as the Holy of Holies, right? There's only one thing in the Holy of Holies, only one item, is the Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant. You messes it on top. When you get into the Ark of the Covenant, you, you, all you see is God. You're face to face with God. And you come face to face with gratitude, with praise in your heart. Worship flows automatically when you're face to face with God. Then, then, what are you angry about? Bring it. What are you disappointed about? Bring it. Where are those long 15 pages prayer points? Bring them. Those things that you were disenfranchised about, bring them. You will discover that the things that you are angry about is not that important after all. Praise the name of the Lord. You will discover that, that, that the, the 24 pages prayer point you had, you, by yourself, you will say to God, it's okay. When I look into your holiness, when I gaze into your loveliness, when all things that surround become shadows in the light, of you. When I found the joy of reaching your heart, when my will becomes enthroned in your love, when all things that surround become shadows. In the light of you, oh Lord, I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. Oh Lord, 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 I worship you. Oh
The reason you live is to actually worship. You you enter questioning why this, why that. I mean, if you if you, if you manage to get in, and and you discover that the list is really not important. That God is all in all. Praise the name of the Lord. The problem is that many times we are shouting our desires at God, at outside of the gates. Because they won't allow you in with a bad attitude anyway. So you stand outside. You know your prayers are not going anywhere. You are shouting your desires at God when God has made provision for us to speak into his ears. We are shouting our, our desires at God when God says, come. Come. But there's protocol. There's protocol in heaven. You can't just come with your bad attitude. But he says, come. He says, come. You come with what? Gratitude in your heart. And praise. You pass the outer court. You pass the inner court. You get to the holy of holies. You're on your face before God. Then God himself says, okay, Femi, what is it? Don't you think it's better for him to say that, okay, 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 Ngozi, what is it? Then you tell him, Dad, you know, this, that, this, that. You leave the place of prayer a different person. Totally different person. I just want to be where you are. Let's bow our hearts as we bow our heads. Make it your heart's desire. I want to worship from standing outside the gate <laughs> shouting that's just me that's just me Lord 
I am far from God. I need to give my life to Jesus. I need to commit my life to God. Can you pray with me? Yes, I want to pray with you, my brother. Yes, I want to pray with you, my sister. Oh, pastor. Oh, I used to be born again. I'm vaccinated. Can you pray with me? God bless you right there. Put up that hand. <laughs> yeah, put it up wherever you are seated. God bless you. All over the place. By yourself. I've never finished. Keep the hands up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need you to come. God bless you. Over there. I don't need to come forward. Where you are seated. Keep the hands up. Keep the hands up. You don't need to come forward. I want to pray with you wherever you are seated. That is me. God bless you. God bless you. Keep the hands up. Over your head. And we'll pray together. Father, we pray for your children. If you are online, the instructions are scrolling. We pray for your children, Lord. They've come to you, Lord, today. Lord, they've come to surrender to you. Lord, accept them. Receive these ones, O oh God. And let your name, let your name be glorified. Let your name be glorified. Honor and glory be given to you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Let's put our hands together for the Lord Jesus Christ.